Welcome into the penalty box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We thank you so much for tuning in. Got a lot of talk about today. Peter Camp here alongside my co-host, Mr. Jack Knowlton. Jack, how are the skies today? The skies actually were kind of overcast today. They were very it overcast. Was, it was like it was nice because it was 60 degrees, or if you're my Dallas and Houston roommates, wintertime. Yes. Uh but I thought it was really nice outside, but it was overcast. I was scared it was going to rain on me all day while I was walking around. But it's a nice day out. I was as well. Yeah. But I hope your day gets a little bit brighter because oh, it's, we, we do. Sorry. We have a special guest here. Usually we have the special guest coming in the last 10 minutes yeah. or so to do the penalty box segment. But our special guest is here right here, right now. Jack, do you want to introduce him? Sure. Um, she is the SID for Mizzou Tennis. Um she is a fellow, I guess, I guess more of a Stratcom student um, and a big-time Broncos fan and a big-time Zion Williamson fan. It's our good friend, Caitlin. Woo! What's up, Caitlin? Nothing much. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> that was a lie you said there, though. It I am was. not a Zion Williamson fan. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. So I, I kind of just before we get started with, I think we're starting with NFL. Yes. Um, Tell us about like what being an SID for Mizzou Tennis is all about, what you have to do. It's a lot of work, especially <laughs> because I'm also a full-time student. Right. This is a full-time position that I have, but I don't get paid like one. But it's okay. It's fun. Yeah. For tennis, let's see. I Most of my job is to run their social media, and then I am also in charge of writing all of their preview articles, the post-match articles, live tweeting throughout the matches and keeping people updated on what's going on with tennis. Nice. And they were just, they were up in Milwaukee, right? For a, for a tournament. They we, were. We love a Mizzou visit to the MKE here. That's what it's called. The MKE. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't like that. I mean, you don't hear me saying we, we get, we like it here in the DSM, you know, I never heard it. It doesn't sound a as good. Why? I don't know. It's more choppy. I just, I guess I just <laughs> never heard it called the MKE. I don't know. That's that's what that's what it says outside. What's your the what's your like zip code or not zip code area code? Four one four. We say the four one four a lot too. That one's that, that one, sounds a lot better than one, the MKE. That sound cooler, it's, yeah. it's both. It's both. But yeah. how did they do in that in that tournament? They did pretty good. That was their first time ever at that tournament because it's by invite only. So they were good enough to oh, qualify okay. this year, which was great. Uh, we had a singles player go to the backdraw finals and she won. And then we had a double seam go to the semifinals. There we so go. It was pretty good. Yeah. She was repping on the road for yes, tennis. Yes, sir. Big time. Uh, and then why aren't you a Zion fan? I'm sorry to have you. <laughs> I did a two truths and a lie almost. I, I could have been like, Caitlin's one of these things. A big Broncos <laughs> fan, the tennis SID, and loves Zion Williamson, which yes. one is the lie? I do not love Zion <laughs> Williamson. I do happen to think he's overrated okay. for the league. Well, but I could also say that about a lot of other players. Like who? None of your business. I don't, oh, want, do you, I don't need do the hate here. Business? Kayla, doesn't, your business. Kayla doesn't want to make enemies on the no. airwaves. No. I'm like, going to have people right attacking away. me if I say someone like LeBron. <laughs> I did LeBron? Put, oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you sound like Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh, yeah. Skip Bayless does hate LeBron. I did re- I did recently rank Zion in my top 25 players in the NBA. It's number one. The other day. He was not number one. <laughs> he was not top 20 either. But, um, yeah, but, I, I think – go ahead. With that being said – yeah. Let's dive into some football. Football. Shall we? Let's start it off with last Thursday night. You got to love a good NFC East matchup. And Do we? we? Got what? I mean, you have to because it's on primetime. Yeah. The Washington football team taking on the New York Giants. Taylor Heineke and the Washington football team get it done. 
Uh, I believe at, this one was at home in Washington. Caitlin, we're going to start with you. What were your thoughts on this game? Taylor Heineke in general. I mean, I thought that was a great game. I was definitely pulling for the Washington football team to come back at the end. And I got to say, it was all very good. We had Jack leave the area yeah, so that the team could pull in that dub. Mm-hmm. Yes, I haven't I haven't been the best lately with uh, rooting, rooting for other people's sports teams. Um, and so it was in the fourth quarter when Washington was, like, driving down, I think, to get – or I don't even remember what happened. I, like, left. You I, went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom, and then I hear people, like, yelling Katie, outside. Katie was yelling yeah. at you. Go and, away. And I walked back outside, and everyone screamed at me to leave again because I have terrible luck. And, of course, I didn't watch the TV, and that's when Washington hit that game-winning field goal. So – you are right, Caitlin. If do like, you, here's another question: Do you think it was offsides? No, I don't think oh. so either. <laughs> it was. I didn't see the play because I couldn't. Yeah, so. there was like a video on Twitter that basically said that he jumped the line perfectly, like as the ball was being snapped, oh, no. timed it perfectly, and because it was so perfect, they called it offsides. So wow. I mean, doesn't really matter now. They won. I guess it so. doesn't matter now, but. <laughs> Ball don't lie, as they say. I think my biggest question coming out of this game is, is Taylor Heineke kind of the future of this team? He finished the game 34 for 46, 336 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I mean, does Washington go look for another quarterback? Do they stay with Heineke and hope that it, it evolves into wins? What are, you, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, for me, I don't know. I, I think they got to stick with him, at least for now. I mean, especially with how he played last year in the playoffs. It's one of those things that, like, you know, with the NFC East not being very good, Washington sneaking into the playoffs and really surprising people, putting in a good performance. Again, they played Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. Um, they put in a good performance against Tampa Bay with, with Heineke doing really well. Um, I don't know how long Fitzpatrick is supposed is injured for. Um, I think it's for, like, eight weeks or something. Eight weeks, so it's going to – so it's like – Okay, so yeah, they but are. But I honestly don't him. think he's getting that starting job back once he comes back. Yeah, I, I kind of think they should stick with Heineke. He's he hasn't done anything wrong to, you know, warrant being worried. I mean, he played really well in this Washington game or in this Giants game. I think he played well in the playoffs last season. So yeah, I'd probably stick with him. That's fair enough. You agree, Caitlin? Caitlin? I do. I agree with your explanation. All the reasons. There we go. They well, haven't given him enough of a chance yet. So. Yeah. While he's here, let him roll with it. At, at least see what, like, give him a chance to mess up. And if he does, then, you know, you press the panic button from there. But he hasn't so far, so why worry about it? There you go. And they also have a really good defense, which I think can is going to be helpful for any quarterback that's not, you know, in that top tier where they can kind of rely on their defense getting stops, getting them more chances to, you know, add to the offense. So... Yeah, mm-hmm. stick with we're Taylor Heineke fans. Here. Taylor Heineke yes. stands here there all the way. Let's jump to a few more games this Sunday. I want to talk about the rookie quarterbacks this week. Ugh. The rookie quarterbacks. Why? <laughs> I think one of the biggest examples we see uh, in the struggles for the rookie quarterback are the New York Giants and the New England Patriots game this this last Sunday when the Jets fell to the Patriots 25 to 6. Zach Wilson finished 19 for 33, 210 yards and four interceptions, Jack. Four interceptions from him. The number two overall pick, not getting it done. I mean, and yet, from what I'm hearing, people are saying he's been the best rookie quarterback so far because everyone else, uh, like Lawrence and Fields and um, 
Oh wait, you're talking about Zach Wilson. I'm talking about the Patriots quarterback. I, I jumped. Jones? I jumped the gun. Wow. I jumped the gun. <laughs> wow. People are calling Mac Jones, who I also don't think has done anything spectacular. He had 186 passing yards uh, in this game. The best rookie quarterback because Zach Wilson and other guys have played so bad. Yeah, Zach Wilson. I mean, I think a big consensus opinion heading into the draft was he was a not a good pick at number two. I thought they should have picked Fields or Trey Lance. Um, I think the Bears are lucky to have Fields fall as far as they did, um, and I think it's shown in these early games. I know you know rookie yips and whatever, and and, and being nervous as you come into the season are totally a thing, but. Mm-hmm. Four interceptions is not good at the next level. I mean, that's that's not a good sign going forward, especially for a team like the Jets who are going to rely on him a lot, you know, just because they're so bad. But, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's been, he's been bad, and I'm not that surprised. You know, Fields and Trey Lance haven't done anything spectacular, but Zach Wilson's not proving why he should have been the number two overall pick. Well, what mentors did either of those rookies have? I can say... I reference back to Drew Locke, who went to the Broncos and immediately became their starting quarterback. Yeah. He didn't have anyone to show him what it was like to play in the NFL. It's true. It's a different atmosphere than college football. So, I mean, four interceptions, I mean, to me that doesn't look too bad, only because he had no one to show him how to play in the NFL first. Yeah, you make a good point because, like, that's what some people are saying with Fields, right, with he has a chance to learn under Andy Dalton. I mean, you know. Honestly, no disrespect toward Andy Dalton. Andy <laughs> Dalton was a perfectly good quarterback back in his day. You know, I know there's a lot of fans out there that want them to just go straight to fields, but, I mean, to your point, it almost seems like that's a bad idea because throwing those guys in the fire doesn't seem to be working right now. Yeah, I think one of the big examples that I agree with you with is Jameis. Jameis Winston came into the league on a terrible Bucks team and yeah. was like, hey, you're going to win now, and they just kind of threw him into the fire with not a lot of firepower, and they're like, all right. He sucks, and then they give him away to to New Orleans, and he's able to learn under uh, Drew Brees for a year, a guy who definitely knows how to win games. (laughs) Certainly. And although he hasn't been fantastic this season, I think it's done a lot for his game, especially learning from a guy that has so much knowledge and can help him mentoring. Yeah. One bright spot in this Patriots-Jets game, James White, 20 yards and a touchdown. Oh, I love him. him. I love him so much. He's an amazing (laughs) player. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's a badger. We love James White. All right, moving on. We got the Saints taking on the Panthers. Panthers, another another win for the Panthers. They get it 26-7. to Jameis Winston, 11 for 22, 111 yards and two picks. Sam Darnold, 26 for 38, 305 yards, <laughs> two touchdowns and a pick. There's been a lot of talk around if the Panthers are legit. Are the Panthers legit? Do they have a chance of making a playoff spot this year? Um, I think... Given the strength of their division, or I should say probably lack of strength in their division, yeah, probably. I mean, it's the Buccaneers, and then I think the Panthers are probably that second team just because I think the Saints are they are going to be without uh, Michael Thomas for a while, and then they oh have James Winston. Look at the schedule. They go to the Texans, to the Cowboys, <laughs> Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Falcons, Patriots, Cardinals, Washington football team, Dolphins, Falcons. That's like they are making the playoffs. I see them winning three, three fourths of those games. Yeah, as long as they don't let their guard down, they yeah. can't stop playing because they expect to win against these teams. That's very true. Christian McCaffrey also can't get hurt again. Yes, Christian McCaffrey is basically that entire offense almost. Yeah, he but was second in receiving with sixty-five yards catching and first in rushing with seventy-two yards. 
Yeah, no, he's the he's the lifeblood of that offense. I, I think if he gets hurt, even with that easy schedule, they're in a little bit of trouble just because Sam Darnold hasn't proven he can do it over the course of a season um, as good as he was in this game. They need Christian McCaffrey, Yeah, plain and simple. I also think it's funny that the Panthers have a wide receiver named Dan Arnold, and their quarterback <laughs> is Sam Darnold, just oh, to make whoa. things more confusing. <laughs> That's funny. They did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> that was a no doubt. move right there. They signed them like, this is going to be really funny. They just went, someone went to, some Panthers exec went to some place and just saw a guy named Dan Arnold and was like, want to play? This could be a good PR move. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we don't know if we want to play you. What's your name? Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold? Dude, that's, dude, come on the squad. You're signed. That's, <laughs> you're done. That's something I actually, you know, that's something the Jacksonville Jaguars would do. And you mm. know what? I kind of want to use that as a segue. Can we talk about the Jaguars? We can, yeah, let's talk about the Jaguars. The Jaguars are a joke of a franchise. The Jaguars. That's the, tough. Jacksonville fell to your yeah. Denver Broncos oh, yeah, this last also, Sunday, 23 I mean, I'm not 13. upset about it. I didn't do this on purpose, but then you can, yeah, <laughs> you can talk about it. This was a great segue. You, oh, wait, I want to ask. Do you like the Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke pick? Yeah, okay. I think that Drew Locke was thrown into the fire way too soon, and he needs to sit and observe the NFL atmosphere before going back onto the field. Do you think he can be a starting quarterback in the league still? I do, yeah. I'm not sure he'll be a superstar, but right. I mm-hmm. do think that he could get by. That's fair. Do you think he could come back and win the job again in Denver, or would oh, he have to no. go somewhere else? No? Oh. No. Sorry. Sorry. I think he could go back to Denver. It, I don't think they have a very aggressive, you know, like, will hate you fan base no i think they have a very supportive fan base that I, would welcome him welcome him back because he didn't do bad no he didn't do terrible i think my big thing right now is not that drew Locke is bad or the fans don't like him i think teddy bridgewater is just playing at a decent enough level i mean he's two and oh right now he's playing solid football why would you change you know if it ain't broke don't fix it mm-hmm. and until he does sure i'd like to see drew Locke go in there and try to make some game-winning plays but as of right now I mean, Teddy Bridgewater had a great game last Sunday. He threw for two touchdowns and over 300 yards. It's not broken. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying take Teddy Bridgewater out and put Drew Locke in. I'm saying let Drew Locke sit there and observe what he is doing yeah. correctly on the field right now. And then now. maybe see if, which I feel like if Teddy Bridgewater has a good season, it's going to be even tougher. But like you're saying, next year, maybe in training camp, somehow Drew Locke steals yeah. that job back which yeah make it a competition yeah, cool. if anything good. you keep both in your arsenal if one gets hurt you have a great backup that's, to put in that's a very good i point. wouldn't let go of either of those quarterbacks how yeah. long is drew long drew long drew locks contract for i do not know mm, I, I do know i do respect you guys for uh um you know not having the mizzou bias to be like this is so sad because i was kinda, i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i was kind of there i was kind of like my boy from the Tigers is gone. This makes me sad. I am sad when Teddy Bridgewater's throwing touchdowns to Albert Okwebanon yeah, and Drew Locke isn't. I know, but good for Albert O. Uh, good for Albert O. We that's, wanted to see that. That's the bright side, yes. no doubt. So 2023, he becomes a free agent. So okay. I, I guess he's got he's got one more year. I almost think at that point you sit under Teddy Bridgewater for two seasons and then if you if you sign him back for like one more year or so yeah or if your contract expires then you're like you know now i'm ready i've sat for two years i've i've learned like you said yeah i'm ready to go you feel comfortable with the league i'm ready to go be the starter of the team that they played in this game jacksonville maybe (laughs) speaking of jacksonville's quarterback situation trevor lawrence has not been impressive at all 14 for 33 118 yards a touchdown and two interceptions i for t law yeah, 
I have a th- I have a theory with Trevor Lawrence There's already gonna, developing. He's gonna be a bust. No, I think. Well, I mean, I think he could be a bust, but I think, and I hate to bring up your one of your least favorite players again. Um, his situation is reminding me of what has unfolded in the NBA with Zion. I think Trevor Lawrence is really talented. I don't think he's going to be able to be successful in Jacksonville. You'll do anything to bring up it's Zion. Not, I, I didn't even when I'm to, in the room, you I, will do anything I to tie him into do a that. conversation. I genuinely, I planned, I planned to say this like, like before we even knew you were coming on, I promise. But um, I really, I don't, I don't trust Jacksonville as an organization. I, I just, they, they are not going to build the team that Trevor Lawrence needs in order to be successful in his young career. Like you said, it's incre- or Caitlin, it's incredibly difficult for a rookie quarterback to come into some situation, especially when you have all the pressure being the number one overall pick and, you know, compete right away with a squad that is not built for you. And we've seen that with Zion leading into some frustrations into him, like maybe wanting to leave the Pelicans because they haven't built a team around him to be successful. Um, you know, with his star cal- caliber or potential on that team. Um, Trevor Lawrence is still behind in that he hasn't showed the flashes of being a superstar that we've seen from a guy like Zion in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence does need to step up himself, but I think the Jaguars might still be losing even with Trevor Lawrence playing really well. I, I think also he don't needs think, to leave. I also don't think Urban Meyer is the guy to do it. That's also true. I also don't believe – I didn't like the Urban Meyer's hire as soon as it happened because at the end of the day, I think Urban Meyer is a great college-level coach, but I think that jump to the NFL is just so – it's bigger than what people expect, and I don't think he's the guy that can mentor Trevor Lawrence yeah. into a, a solid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah go ahead. Okay. Did you, have, you have anything on just Trevor a little Lawrence? bit. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I like the challenge for him that this is going to pose. I mean, it definitely doesn't help that he doesn't seem to have the coaching that he needs, but finding a mentor is another thing that he's going to have to try and do in order to be successful with the Jaguars. But I like the challenge that this gives him because he didn't lose a game until he got to the That's NFL. That's true. It I is mean, weird to see him. Could you imagine? Yeah. yeah, a regular season it's game. It's weird you imagine? to see him. Yeah. yeah, it's weird to see him in a position of like losing now which is it's funny when you watch any college like look like joe burrow after the season he had in lsu and then go to the Bengals and just yeah they just stink yeah um yeah no i agree it'll be an interesting challenge i think one thing that could maybe be helpful for him is they get some receiver who also gets good along with trevor lawrence um i had that hope for joe burrow with um jamar chase when they drafted jamar chase this mm-hmm. year um <laughs> and then jamar chase tweeted that he said catching an NFL football was more difficult than catching a college football because which, of the the white because you can't see the white lines. Which I, I, that would scare me. If I'm a coach, yeah. I'd be like, um, "Why are you why are you saying that publicly, sir? <laughs> uh, please do not tell your opposition you are not good at catching an NFL football. Uh, this is not good." But yeah, maybe he's throwing him off. Maybe I can't catch reverse guys. psychology. Oh, no. <laughs> I heard he hasn't been too bad, but no, he hasn't been bad. I worry. He's also on the Bengals, though. It's it's mostly my mistrust of Jacksonville as an organization. I do not think... Like, look back in, what was it, 2017 when they went to the AFC Championship game? Mm-hmm. They fell off so far after that. They did. 
They like, really did. They're just not a good organization. They tried to sign Tim Tebow for a PR move. I thought that was stupid. Nah, um, I think it worked. It worked. <laughs> oh, it worked for His PR. His jersey sales were like top but, ten. But if you've got a guy like Trevor Lawrence, like they're focused. That's just the. Th- I yeah. think this is a Jacksonville Jaguar on. team that is just trying anything at this point. Yeah. yeah. They're trying out, you know, whatever they can. They if it urban, works, it works. Yeah. If it doesn't, when it's you've the hit, Jaguars. When you've yeah. hit rock bottom, you do what it you takes. Can, you exactly. can only you, you can, can only go up from there. You have the ability to experiment. You can do crazy things, and if yeah. it doesn't work, nobody's going to care because nobody's watching you. I mean, yeah, yeah, I just think this. And then when they tweeted, like, their apology after they lost, did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Embarrassing. That that made me mad. I don't like – I didn't like seeing things like that. I'm just like, it's not – I don't know. I don't know. You're <laughs> leaning on the social team to, like, defend your poor play on the field. Like, come on. Just – Run some sprints of practice and figure it out, or else have Urban Meyer get sick, by which I mean go take the USC job and get oh a different coach in there. Sorry, I don't like the Jaguars. They frustrate me. I can tell. That's it. Let's <laughs> let's let's simmer down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. Let's talk I'm, about... I'm, I'm heated. I'm angry. I'm gonna... <laughs> let's talk about Sunday night's game. Okay. I don't know why, but the Baltimore Ravens are just the most fun team to watch in the NFL because this is two weeks in a row that they've put on some amazing performances under the lights. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are have fallen to the Baltimore Ravens 36-35. Did any of you see this game? I did watch it, yes. I, I watched the second half. You watched the second half. This was a this was a really really fun game. It was a thriller. Uh, the best moment in this game came in. Oh, uh, let me make sure I have my um, scoring right. Mm-hmm. I think it was the the third quarter. Let's see. Aha, uh-huh. yes, yeah, scoring plays. Here we go. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yes. <laughs> it was in the third quarter. Eleven fifty three to go. Patrick Mahomes three forty yard touchdown pass to a a one Mister Byron Pringle, aka the greatest wide receiver of all time. Because um, his name is Pringle. No, he did. He did sign an endorsement deal to like sell Pringles in Kansas Has City. Has he? Yes. That's Good. so smart. Good. I know. I know. I'm a big Pringles Byron. is finally getting their PR team right. Literally, go yeah. tell them, Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin, you need to. You as a strat cop person get need to them. like show them this obvious flaw that they're not sponsoring this guy. I'll tell them. Or I'll don't do my tell them and then like apply and then immediately when you get in there, say, there we go. want yes. Byron Pringle. I'll make all the money right yes. out of college. <laughs> it's just like when, uh, big idea. when Old Spice uh, hired Montez Sweat because oh, yeah. his name is Sweat, Sweat. and it's Sweat Defense. Smart. Good job, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Big PR guy here. <laughs> big Caitlin. PR guy. Caitlin's like, wow, these guys are... These guys are terrible. Basic PR. (laughs) No, the obvious is what a lot of people miss. They're trying to get too fancy with it. They miss the obvious. Yeah, true. Good point. No, I'm a big Byron Pringle fan because his name is Pringle. He caught a touchdown pass in this game. But um, other than that tangent, this was a great game. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire kind of has a problem with fumbling the ball, doesn't he? He does. Ever since that first game he had, when everyone was like, oh, wow, he ran for like 150 yards and two touchdowns, this man is the future. And then he just hasn't been that guy. Mm -mm. He's not that guy. Trust me. He's not that guy, pal. He's not that guy, pal. But I think overall this was a game like that is it, it was it was really fun to watch because you you just always expect Patrick Mahomes to go down the field and just win the game. And it didn't happen. Nope. For the first time in a long time, maybe ever, it didn't happen. And he threw an interception that was really, really bad near the end of the game that kinda cost him the game. Yeah. And then I love that fourth down call when John Harbaugh is yelling at Lamar, like, you want to go for it? You want to go for it? Sure, let's go for it. Yeah. And then that ends up being the game-sealing play. Were you surprised to see that the Ravens 
came up big. What do you think of Lamar Jackson too? Because I I've heard I mean I hear yeah. so much different opi- differing opinion on him. I think he's just coming down to earth. You know, he was a guy a couple years ago who was almost untouchable in terms of like he's the obvious MVP candidate. He's perfect in terms of that he can throw the ball down the field no matter like no matter where he is, or he can take off and run with it. You know, like Michael Vick speed. But I think now teams are starting starting to finally find a way to kind of you know defend against him not only in the passing game but in the fact that he can take off whenever he can and so I'm not saying he's a bad player now although he has struggled with fumbles and all that I just think that he's a guy who's been in the league long enough for defensive coordinators to be like okay this is his game now we can find a way to kind of you know slow him down as opposed to that one year where he started where people didn't really know what they were looking at right Kaylin got any Lamar Jackson thoughts yeah I like him I think that the hype that he had at the start of his career is what Patrick Mahomes has now at the start of his career. So I think the same thing will happen. I mean, these were just two really good quarterbacks that went up against each other. And, I mean, I'll say I'm not surprised that the Ravens won. Um, I really hope Kara doesn't listen to this. (laughs) Yeah, I did already call out Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We got some... I think she did say she she drives home from work and listens. Well, that's well, okay. So, um, hi, Kara. Shout out, Kara. <laughs> yeah, luckily I don't live with her, so she can't. She can't get too mad at she you. Can't yeah. get too angry. Um, but it was a good game. I can't say I really watched too much of it. I had tennis things going on, so uh-huh. I couldn't watch too much of the game. But by the looks of it, I mean it came down to the wire because think- that's what two great teams do when they play against each other. I was gonna say, do you think these two will be? in and around the AFC Championship game, assuming yeah. the Ravens can keep their roster together and stuff. Yeah, as long as neither team has any serious injuries and doesn't get too cocky. Yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs worry me a little bit with their defense. Yeah. Um, other than Nick Bolton, he's great. but Nick Bolton's fantastic. <laughs> their, their defense worries me a little bit, but that's all I'll say. Yeah. Last game I want to talk about, and one person I want to talk about, is Mr. Mr. Badman himself, Aaron Rodgers. After having an abysmal, abysmal game one, he comes back in on Monday night and taking down the Jared Goff-led Detroit Lions, 17 to 35. Aaron Rodgers, 22 for 27, 255 yards, four touchdowns. Is he back? No. Back to four. No. Back to action. Back no. to wow. He he's, just go ahead. You go first. I'm saying he's ready to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I don't really get this. Uh, I think this is purely from like a competitor type of thing where he was like, mm, I guess I probably shouldn't lose to the Lions and <laughs> decided to turn it up for a game. Do you think he's trying to th- like yes. kind of the, the coast this year? I don't think so. I do. I honestly don't. I think it'd be better for him to just ball out this season and then people be like and then he'd be like, Yeah, this is what you're missing out on. Now I'm going to Washington football team or I'm going oh, to that'd be crazy. <laughs> or I'm going to wherever, Houston. Ew. He just goes crazy and goes to Houston. I don't know. Do you think he's gonna stay in the league after this season? Probably. I could see him retiring. You think he's as gonna well. retire? I mean I could see it. He's getting up there in age. That's very true. Would you would you wanna then see him be the Jeopardy host if he retired? I absolutely <laughs> no. would. I would start watching really? Jeopardy just for that. It would be kinda <laughs> funny. It would be kinda funny, but I don't know how Do you do you think he's throwing the season two? Or he like... definitely threw that first game. That was not on, you know, accident. Uh, that no was doubt. a very clear message that he was sending to the management of the Packers team. Yeah, I agree. I don't really understand why he 
would want to play well. They know he wants to leave. He knows he wants to leave. A lot of fans don't like him in Green Bay anymore. He's not well admired. They want. I think a lot of people do just want to move on. Um, I do know Green Bay, Bay fans really want to see Jordan Love take snaps. Yeah, I mean, I would too. I don't think they care about, like, I think for a while it was caring about getting him another Super Bowl ring before he retired or got too old. I don't think they care about that anymore, so I don't know why he would care about winning. And it really made me mad that he threw this game because I picked the Lions to win, and I would have won picks this week <laughs> with Kenny and Peyton. But oh, that's he, a tragedy. He had to go ball out, so oh. I lost. Can't relate. Oh. I won in fantasy this week. We didn't talk about my favorite oh, man, Derrick Henry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh my, Just skipped you know, right over him. To, we don't need to talk about that game. No. no his I, 44 points in fantasy is I, what I gave just, me the win like over Sobel. Peter Seattle didn't deserve to win that game. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I just... Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, Caitlin, your fantasy team. You you had some injuries, and you overcame yes, some adversity had, this week. I feel I like had we got, two we players. Two players with zero points... But I still beat Sobel, who had players <laughs> with call points. Them out, call them out. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah. I am going to enjoy this because this may be the only week I win in the entire I fantasy would, league. I was gonna say, do you know how long? Who's hurt for you, and how? Do you know how long they're out? I can't even tell you who's on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> I paid hey, no attention to that won, draft. That is all that matters. The only player that I made sure to draft was Derrick Henry. And you see, it paid yeah, off. There you go. My man right there. There you go. Yeah, he did ball out. He had, what, like three touchdowns? Yeah, he had something like that. <laughs> Peter, Seattle's run defense is bad. I don't know I where. I don't care. <laughs> we were up by, like, 17, and we blew the lead. That also happens a lot, too. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Not at home. Uh, yeah, not at home. That's true. <sighs> Peter, I at think home, we just need sad. to calm down. I know. Hey, you need to simmer <laughs> down. You know what? Now. I need to take a break. Peter, we need to, yeah, take we a break. need to take a break. We need to take a quick break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about some college football, the future of college football, and everyone's favorite segment, the penalty box. Here and, ben Simmons. You, and Ben Simmons. <laughs> and his disgruntlement with the Philadelphia Good 76ers word. front office. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the penalty box here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit, no time to waste. Oh, man, mm, man. If you're interested in building a great career, the Missouri Army National Guard is interested in you. The Guard will pay you to train for a wide range of jobs, such as engineering, combat arms, logistics, transportation, and military police. The skills you'll learn are needed in the Guard and are in high demand in the civilian job market. Plus, you may be eligible for a $20,000 bonus and student loan repayment. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard, aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Saturday in Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. What does your smile say about you? Are you happy? Confident? Friendly? Getting and keeping that smile takes work. 
proper brushing and flossing daily and drinking fluoridated water. Fluoridated water has been in use for 75 years and is considered the most safe, equitable, and cost-effective way to prevent tooth decay. A healthy smile means a healthy person and a healthy community. For more information, visit health.mo.gov. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. Hey, Joey, I got some stuff you just gotta try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, cake. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. Huh? I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga. Here on KCOU 88.1 FM. We thank you so much for tuning. Singing to him. Oh my goodness. I was about to let you go crazy. I was about to sit back and just let you sing the next rest of the song. There it is. There you go. I love her. Talked a little bit of college football, just talked a little bit of NFL football. Got a lot of decent games coming up this week. A lot of right. decent oh, games. Oops. What'd you say? I accused you of... Oh, no, you don't. What are you talking Turn about? Turn the right mic on, Peter. Turn the right... What are you talking about? It's mic two, not... Mic three. <laughs> there we go. No one can hear me singing Disturbia. Gotcha. Unbelievable. Gotcha. Unbelievable. Yeah, I bet that was an accident. Uh, I saw the levels no, like barely No, it was totally on purpose. <laughs> Did that on purpose. No, literally, the thing I always say is like, we've been on the air so long, Peter... Any production botches are just fun now. I don't even, like, it's not even bad. I'm just going to say this. We don't care. We don't care. We don't I'm going to tell you right now. We, we don't, don't care. care. We don't care. <laughs> Talking a little bit college football, let's just start out with a splash and something that hits a little close to home to you, Knowlton. The number 12 Notre Dame Fighting Irish with Wisconsin transfer quarterback Jack Cohen leading his team into Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois, taking on the Wisconsin Badgers. Knowlton. Actually, I'm going to start with Caitlin just so that people keep in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. What are your thoughts on this game? I think Notre Dame's going to win. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I like Wisconsin over Notre Dame. I have always, always thought that Notre Dame was overrated. I just dislike them as an organization. Yeah, what a Mickey Mouse 3-0 and oh that they gosh. have. Yeah. A barely win over Toledo and a barely win over Purdue. And now they're taking on number 12. 16. Oh, 18. 18, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Nolan, what are, what are your thoughts going into this game? I know you're not the biggest Jack Cohen fan. Listen, Jack Cohen uh, played for Wisconsin for a long time. And, you know, per pretty much every Wisconsin quarterback since Russell Wilson, he was mediocre to bad most of the time. Wisconsin is a team that very obviously relies on its run game. Um, Graham Mertz now is now Wisconsin's starting quarterback he's you know a lot he was a lot more talented he was like a four-star recruit out of high school um so he hasn't had the, the the brightest start but I guess in terms of coming into this game I'm nervous um obviously I I also like Caitlin said have been kind of uh trained from birth I will shout out my parents to hate Notre Dame um, I don't like them at all, and I especially don't like that Jack Cohn is their quarterback now. Um, that being said, there's he's had I will give him credit where credit's due. There's been bits and pieces this year where he has been very solid, 
and bits and pieces where he's been quite bad, which happened, the quite bad part happened a lot more than the good when he was at Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin's favored by six right now, um, which I think is fair. Um, Notre Dame have also relied a lot on their run game uh, with their running back, who I believe is Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. Um, I think he's going to struggle facing a Big Ten defense, uh, especially a defense like Wisconsin's, who, um, you know, other than Alabama, I would say is probably consistently top two or three in the country, no matter who they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they can shut down Kyron Williams. Um, I don't want to hype up, hype up, excuse me, that this is going to be like a crazy game for Graham Mertz through the air. Um, I think Wisconsin will still lean on Ches Malusi, who's their starting running back, to um, produce on the ground. Uh, and I, th- I think Wisconsin can't get it done. And now that I said that, they're definitely going to lose by about 30 points. Yeah, you can't watch the game at all, I'm, I, I'm going Go to, to watch the, the game, and, I, and if all they the start time. losing, I'm going to have to just turn it off. I'm so nervous. I This game is – I just – I'd be so sad if they lose to Notre Dame. I won't want to watch another Wisconsin game just because I'll know that they lost to Notre Dame. You know what's crazy? This was me two weeks ago when Iowa faced Iowa State. I'm, I'm so, like, what, what did you what do? If, what did you do to cope with this stress? Because I'm stressed. Cried. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I might cry. I, if they lose, I will cry. I will cry on air on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. I'll Make tune sure in. to tune in next <laughs> week when Nolan cries on air if so Wisconsin sad. loses. Have faith, though. Have faith in the I Big do have Ten. Faith. Keep the faith, man. I do have faith. I think Notre Dame isn't in a conference, which I think is stupid, um, and Wisconsin's in the best defensive conference in college football, and I think they can shut down Notre Dame's running game, and Jack Cohn will be exposed as the fraudulent passing quarterback that he is and throw a bunch of picks, and they'll lose. I'm picking Wisconsin. Okay, so the next sorry. game. Maybe, no, that, was, that was too much of a rant. I'm sorry. Just it's a big game. It's a big game. I did want to He's go invested. to this game, He's invested. It yes. is a big game. Another big game. big game we got on slate here is an SEC matchup. Texas A&M, the Aggies, who looked very disappointing last week, taking on the Arkansas Razorbacks, who are coming off a win against Texas. 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 About a 20-point win. It was a big win for Arkansas. That was a great win. It was a huge win for Arkansas. And now they're taking on Texas A&M in Arlington, in Jerry World. What are our thoughts on this game? Mm, I'm liking... Arkansas. I, am I like really? the way that they're going Their into the game. Their quarterback play is highly questionable. I think they're very underrated. No, and they won by three against a mediocre Colorado team. Oh, you're talking Texas A&M? Texas A&M. Yeah. And um, Arkansas's defense, led by a former Mizzou head coach, Barry Odom, Odom. is playing very, very well. <laughs> Got to root for Arkansas then, Some right? Some might say they're playing very well. Oh. oh <laughs> I actually kind of like that. Thank you. Um, you know what? I'm I'm inclined to agree with you guys. I do think the fact that AM's quarterback, who I don't care how okay of a game he had <laughs> we don't care. against um whoever they played last, uh I think it was against New Mexico. I don't I don't care. He was awful against Colorado. Yeah. I watched that game, he was terrible. Caldaza, I think is his first name or last name. Mm. Um he's a bad quarterback. And I think like you guys said Texas A&M then become one-dimensional. They rely on a really good running back in Isaiah Spiller, um, which I think will hurt uh, Mizzou a lot when Texas A&M plays Mizzou, a little side note. But I'm inclined to agree with you guys. I think Arkansas, if there's a team that has the defense to shut him down and just hope that Caldaza doesn't play well, Mm. which I think is a good thing to lean on, Arkansas could win this game. It's all about the momentum. Yeah. Do I want to cheer for Arkansas, though? Do you? 
But do I want to cheer for AM? Yeah, I was going to say, do you, want to cheer, I, do you I really like want to cheer for either? Yeah, I don't like either of those teams. So I, I'll, I'll cheer for Arkansas. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a, a consensus. We'll go Arkansas. Another game I have circled on the calendar is an ACC matchup. North Carolina, the Tar Heels, led by Sam Howell, taking on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Now, Georgia Tech might be one and two, but they almost, almost two yards away from getting it done against Clemson in in Clemson, I believe, mm-hmm. at, at Clemson. So I think North Carolina should definitely be on upset alert coming into this game. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I think North Carolina is fraudulent. I think they're fraudulent every single season. Um, every season? Yeah, I saw what. Remember what happened last year when they lost to Florida State? Sam Howell's not good. It's true. Um, you know, they bounced back this year by putting 59 points in their last two games. Um, but no, I think I think Georgia Tech can win this game. I think this is a, they're going to be angry that they didn't beat Clemson. I think they're going to take their anger out and beating a little bit of a worse top 25 team. I can see it. I agree with that. Last game I want to talk about is a game right here close to home. The mm. Tigers, after coming off of a, what was it, 40-point win? <laughs> yeah, I don't 40 know. 40-point <laughs> win or something against SEMO, and people still said it looked bad. It did. Uh, I heard the fourth quarter was pretty bad. On the road, in Boston, taking on the Boston College, in Chestnut Hill. The Boston College? There's been a lot of questions about this game. Because on the one hand, Boston College's quarterback is done. They're going to the backup who had, I think, 40 yards passing last game and did not look good at all. But on the other hand, they're also very mediocre to decent in the running game, which Mizzou has been basically known for not having any sort of run defense at all. But Mizzou, I think, is also coming in with the better offense. So do you see this as kind of a shootout? Do you see Mizzou just taking over? Do you see Boston College flipping the switch and going crazy at home? What are you guys' thoughts on this? I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Really? I don't see this being a shootout at all. I think there's going to be a lot of three-and-outs on both sides. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that. Really? Yeah, Mizzou is just... Uh, I, I know it's not Barry Odom anymore because I know it was a problem when it was Barry Odom. I still worry about Mizzou on the road. They really don't look good when they're not at home. Um, They've looked better. They've looked better, but it still has. I just don't think they're the same team on the road. And going, you know, all the way to Boston College, I think if Boston College's quarterback was starting, it wouldn't be a question. I think Boston College would win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even against Kentucky, who didn't have a great running game, they still tore Mizzou's running defense apart. Um, I think they can. They have a chance to do that again. Um, and I think Mizzou's offense will kind of like. It'll just be kind of like Caitlin said. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, kind of like a chess match, more or less, where it's like, how well can Boston College hold up to Mizzou's run game, and how well can their defense, um, you know, stand up to to Basilak, you know, trying to get something going on offense, which I think will kind of stagnate the game and make it a little bit of a dull affair. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. It's also an 11 a.m. kickoff. I don't like 11 a.m. kickoffs. <laughs> Mizzou has so many 11 a.m. Oh kickoffs this season. It's it's so hard <laughs> it's, to watch. It's hard. It's hard to watch. I agree. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep the faith though. Keep the trust. Okay. In this Mizzou team, I think they barely squeak out with the win here. I'm gonna go. It's wearing a Mizzou mask. What's I'm gonna go 24-21. Listen, man. I think Mizzou can get it done. This would be a big win for Mizzou. The infuriating thing is they always can get it done. They, they just can. don't. <laughs> yeah, they just They'll don't. They'll barely show up. get it done. Game winning field goal by Harrison Mevis. Oh, that would be beautiful. 24 21. <laughs> Mizzou gets it done. I love Harrison Mevis. 
Got about 14 minutes. Let's wrap up talking a little bit about Benjamin Simmons. Oh, Benjamin Simmons. Ben Simmons <laughs> having a lot of lot of his name being kind of the big name. Him and JJ Redick who retired this morning. Shout oh, yeah. out JJ Redick. Fantastic fantastic career Bucks, for JJ Redick. Legend JJ Redick. Yes. But Ben Simmons not reporting in the training camp, reportedly not going to play another game for the Philadelphia 76ers. He wants out. He's gone. He's outie. He's he's hopping in his his I don't know what he owns a Porsche. I don't care. Hops in his <laughs> his 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 mom van. He's getting out of Philadelphia. Where do you think he should go? What do you think of the situation? Um, my main first thought on the situation is thank goodness I can't wait till this is done. Um, <laughs> this has been such a boring off season that Ben Simmons has had to dominate it. Yeah. Um, because he's been the only big name that has been mm-hmm. angling for a move that hasn't already been figured out. Yeah. Um. Ah, it's just, it's so tough because the whole problem with the situation right now is Ben Simmons um, is certainly a talented player, but because of how he played in the playoffs, his value is extremely low, and the 76ers want a very large trade package for him, so they can't really find uh, a future home for Ben Simmons. Um, So that's just kind of led to where we are now, where it's him holding out of training camp. He's he's not going to be in a Philadelphia jersey when the season starts. I'd be shocked if that happens. Mm -hmm. Um... Where he could go, it's it's so tough. Um, my favorite destination from over the summer was uh, Minnesota, the Timberwolves. Minnesota. Mm. I thought that could be an interesting move, um, improving a, a team which I think is underrated in defense, but like has. I think my biggest problem with Philly is that they're asking way, way too, too much. much. I also think they're asking for the wrong stuff. They want first round picks and they want future players for Ben Simmons, which I don't understand when Philly, who's a team that has a guy like Joel Embiid who wants to contend right now, why they would want picks for building for the future. Yeah, they want to win now. They should want to win now. Right. And so I think trading Ben Simmons for a package almost similar to like what the Wizards got for Russell Westbrook in that you get like Kuzma and Montrez Harrell and KCP who are all like established names and can at least contribute to a okay roster. I think that's what the 76ers should look for. But... So you think in a lot of more veteran presence as opposed to younger? Yeah, possible? I don't. I don't see why they get prospects and picks when mm-hmm. they're in the position they're in. So do, they, do you think they should be the next uh, AARP members as opposed to the LA Lakers, who <laughs> yes, average age I think is like twenty nine <laughs> or thirty. Yes, they should. The youngest player on that team I think is like it's probably Kendrick Nunn, isn't it? Or Malik Monk? Or Taylor Horton Tucker? Or it probably is Horton Tucker. Yeah, but it's just crazy. Caitlin, do you have any thoughts on the Ben Simmons situation? I I do, do you like Ben Simmons? They as a should player? trade for Zion. Mm. They should. Oh, that's Stop what I was it. gonna say. Trade Stop Ben Simmons it. for Zion. Give Zion a, a ring with Joel Embiid. Oh my, that would be. Oh, that'd be awful. Do you see that front court? I would hate that, that so front much. Court? That'd be so scary. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't say I follow the NBA too closely, but yeah. from what I'm seeing, it looks like people like the Rockets. For really? Simmons. Well, I'm, I mean, because that's because the Rockets can offer what the Sixers are looking for, which is picks and. Young talent. But if I'm the Rockets, I'm not giving away my picks. Oh, I'm a rebuilding squad. The other thing mm-hmm. with the Rockets is they might trade John Wall for him. That because, was the name. Oh, because that. John, Wall, yes. John Wall has a really big contract, and the Rockets want to get rid of John Wall's contract. That's fair. And the 76ers could maybe use a guy like John Wall, who is a veteran and you know knows how to win, was really talented at one point, and could work better with Joel Embiid than Ben Simmons could. That's their reasoning. Okay. It's John Wall and picks. That's what they probably want. I don't if think if I had to guess. I don't think 
Ben Simmons being a number one option can even make the playoffs? Probably not. No. He's bad. He can't shoot. Stupid. <laughs> if you're gonna be number one, it makes off. me so. It makes me so angry when I see off season after off season. He fixed his jumper and then he just doesn't. Yeah, if you're gonna be a number one option, you have to score. No, it's you have to be able yeah. to score. And I, I don't think Ben Simmons is that guy. I agree. Trust me, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. Should we get in the penalty box? Let's do it. Let's do it, Caitlin. It's been a while since you've been on the penalty box. I have never been on the penalty box. You, wait, you've never been. No. Wait, what? I swear you you're gonna have on the to... first ones. Oh my goodness, we gotta go over the rules. Oh my goodness, we never I feel do so this. Bad. Well, I hope you enjoyed at least the sporting side of the penalty. Yeah, box. that was fun. Yeah. Well, now we're getting into the the most important most part. important part of the best <laughs> segment, everyone's favorite segment, the penalty box. So, uh, essentially, how this works is Peter's going to time you. You will have two minutes to answer as many quick fire questions um, as you can, um, and yeah, he's going to ask you uh, just just a bunch of like icebreaker type of questions, and then we'll go over some of your answers at the end. So. Um, we hope you studied. You're not oh, allowed to gosh. use Quizlet. Uh, this is a, a uh, proctorial, proctorial is exam. No. Um, I'm very sorry. Is it so. too late for me to opt out nope. of the class? Nope. No. <laughs> this is the final I, exam. You'll only get 25% of your course feedback if you uh, opt out now. <sighs> um, but okay. yeah, so you'll have two minutes to answer as many questions as you can. Um, we'll record your score and go over some of the answers. Okay. Okay. All Are right. you ready? No. <laughs> All right. Two minutes starts in three, two, one. Now, what is the grossest food you've ever eaten and had to be polite about? Uh, cabbage. What's the worst thing you ever did as a kid and got away with it? Mm, I farted on my sister. What's the craziest fashion trend you've ever rocked? Uh, the scarves. What is the silliest memory with your best friend? Um, we ate peanut butter and danced in the rain. What part of elementary school do you wish you could incorporate in your adult, adult life? Recess. What was your first concert you ever went to? Katy Perry. Do you have a crazy roommate story? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should not disclose that information. (laughs) What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten for breakfast that is not a breakfast food? Oh, I have not heard pizza. I don't know. What is the strangest family tradition that you have in your family? Mm, I don't know. My family was pretty normal. (laughs) What, What was your favorite item of clothing as a kid? Scarves. What did you name your first car? Uh, Gerald. What Disney slash cartoon character were you most afraid of as a kid? Tom and Jerry. What was your first record tape or CD that you ever owned? Hannah Montana. What what were you, what were what words could you pronounce as a child so you made it up on your own? What couldn't you pronounce as a child so you made it up? Oh, um, I used to call Barbie dolls Babby dolls. Which Disney character story does your life most resemble? Tangled. Every one of those, you ever have a night? What was the last time you had a nightmare? <laughs> like two nights ago. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite part of a county fair? Uh, the food. What show on Netflix did you watch embarrassingly fast? One Tree Hill. Which celebrity do you shamelessly follow in the news? Mm, John Mulaney. What's something about you that people would be surprised to know? Would or wouldn't? That would. would. Oh. Um, I worked for the Blues. What is your favorite smell and why? Uh, lavender, because it smells nice. I'm counting it. I'm counting it. <laughs> and the buzzer, the buzzer that means you have to wake up and go to your 8 a.m. class <laughs> means the quiz is done. Well done. Uh, Peter, do you want to tally up the score while we go over the answers? Or do you have it? Oh, hold on. 
Okay, we're tallying up the score. Tom and Jerry? You're afraid of Tom? You were afraid of Tom and Jerry? They literally tried to kill each other. <laughs> I mean, that's true. The I mean, don't get me wrong. Were, yeah. I still watch the show. I love it now, but the first time I saw it, it scared me. That's fair. I mean, they do use weapons on occasion. It's a little bit. Yeah. I get, yeah, that's valid. Um, scarves. You wore a lot of scarves. Oh, I went through a phase. I still have all of my scarves. Really? I don't break them out as often as I should. Maybe I will this fall. Yeah. Maybe I will. Bring it back. Yeah. It was a big was thing. Was it like a style thing? Or Early like, 2000s, wear... okay. 100%. There were vests and there were scarves <laughs> and it was a whole deal. <laughs> and it was my favorite time. I um, mean, I felt glamorous. Recess. Oh, do you have the score? We got 20. Oh, nice. Not too bad. Not yeah, too bad. 20. Um, I think you did better than Sobel and Peyton. No, we haven't had Peyton on. Kenny. Kenny. Um, I don't remember it. what they got, but good job. Thanks. Um, <laughs> let me see. What other what other ones what other ones we got on here? Oh, you worked for the Blues. You're you're going back to you you mentioned right before we went on, yeah. you're going back to a like to like a shadow going shift back or something. To back. Yeah, so I made a lot of good connections at the Blues, and I talked to their PR guy because I think that's probably more up my alley of what I wait, yeah. what I may want to do. So November fifteenth or sixteenth, they play the Edmonton Oilers. I'm gonna go shadow him for that game. Very cool. Nice. And did you? Because you weren't a big hockey fan when you were working for the Blues. I've right? never seen a hockey game before. I interned for the Blues. You, actually, yeah, are you now a a hockey? A kind of a hockey fan? I mean, yeah. Who's your favorite I, player? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's cool. Everyone likes him. He plays him. for the Blues, but he's fine. I don't know who he is. I, I'm not a big hockey guy. I want to be a big he, hockey guy, though. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's fun to see in person. I'm sure. I thought the game was so slow, and then you get there, and, I mean, they, they move fast. fast. They yeah. fast. Our friend Connor, I'm sure, can attest to how yeah how quick. Um, you said pizza for breakfast. I know that's like kind of a thing. People eat I know, like cold pizza. I, f- I, don't I shouldn't do that. have said that because you don't. No, I, I thought. I mean, I would basically consider pizza breakfast food. Y'all at this ever point. had breakfast pizza? I've never. I've it's never. Yeah. So, it's so good. Really? It's I've so never good. craved pizza for breakfast. It's like it's more a matter of not having anything else to eat for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> My mom makes the best breakfast pizza yeah. because it's like eggs, cheese, sausage, bacon. On like Ooh, on like a flatbread. That does sound good. It's it's top notch, top notch. You said your Netflix show was One Tree Hill that you binged really fast. Yeah, there's like a thousand seasons of that show, you and just... I finished it in like a month, maybe less, probably less. I I've had one. It wasn't on Netflix, but I have worked my way through Ted Lasso very quickly. On oh, Apple TV. I still need to finish that. Yes, it's if you haven't watched it, Peter, I can give you my Apple TV password if you don't have Apple TV. Nice. Um, Ted Lasso is a great show. Um, it took home a bunch of Emmys. I think it's day. a great concept. I think uh, it's yeah, a really it's funny genius. concept. It's also just like, it's. I think it's good because as a soccer person, they have stuff in there that is funny for anyone who just likes a good comedy. They also have some niche soccer stuff in there that is hilarious to like nerds like yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Babby dolls. <laughs> yeah, I d- spell check was not liking that. When I was <laughs> that out, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, everybody had that. You know Menards? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know Menards, the store? I used to call it Bernard's. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to think what I what I said. I still say stuff wrong now, so I don't really try and think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to put it out of my mind. Like water oh, fountain. I was driving on a highway, and I read a picnic area as panic area. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I was like, what's a panic area? And everyone I was in the car with, like, freaked out. And they, or they like, started laughing. I was like, I felt very dumb. That's but, very funny. Yeah. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for thank sticking you for with so us much. for the whole show. I mean, oh, yeah, you never did the penalty yeah. box before. That's crazy. I, I'm, I feel bad that we forgot. I well, feel bad too. Well, no, You'll I be was back. scared. No I never, doubt. I never, ma- I never brought it up because I was not a fan of being, you know, out there speaking to public, whoever may listen to your show. So. <laughs> My parents are listening. Yeah. They probably texted something. Let's see. My mom will appreciate that you came on. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And and yeah, we never, we don't have full time. We don't have full show guests uh, like too much. So. Thank you. Of course. It was very fun. Well, thank you so much for you audience members oh, listening. Katie, Ted, uh, shout me out in a group chat with the three of us that oh, I yeah. just made. Um, <laughs> and her dad, yes, Paul. Yes, shout out Paul. Shout out Paul. Paul was there for the Washington football team game. Exactly. But not Katie. Shout out Katie. Shout out, shout out Katie and <laughs> Paul. Just got to say it. There we go. <laughs> All right. We thank you so much for you guys tuning in. Make sure to... Uh, also, why is Katie texting this and not doing her... Review. <laughs> oh, she is something else. <laughs> anyway, sorry I interrupted. What's your l- lesson for the Make week? sure to catch up on your TV shows. Yeah. Make no sure doubt. to catch up because people are going to be putting spoilers in and you're not going to understand because you're 15 episodes back. So studying is for tomorrow. Watching is for today. Thank you so much for tuning into the Polly Box. We will see you guys on the flippity flip. The ending of Ted Lasso. I'm Jim.